Hello, everyone, and welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 156, recording August 29, 2021. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are discussing uh, the Gamescom announcements, uh, some Spider-Man trailer goodness, what we've been playing, and to do that, I have with me, as always, Mr. Shannon. August isn't pumpkin spice season more. <laughs> That's right, dude. Like I, I am so not ready for pumpkin spice fever to hit my neighborhood. Man telling you it's a sickness uh, what's so great about it can anybody tell me well i mean i don't own uggs so i can't really i think i think one of those it's one of those things like when you when you buy the uggs you suddenly (laughs) become like your taste buds rearrange i mean i get that it's kind of like when you buy a pair of new balances like you automatically have this obsession to cut grass so yeah yeah it's like you know, all of a sudden the fresh cut grass becomes the world's most intoxicating scent. <laughs> so Can maybe imagine- it's like that. Oh man. Could you imagine if like, I just had one Ugg boot on and then one new balance on and I went like mowing the lawn, sipping a like pumpkin spice latte, mm-hmm. how, how my dad's only page would like skyrocket. Well, I think we know what we need to do now. <laughs> so I hit both markets, man. Yeah. It's, it's time. It's time we went live, sir. Uh, <laughs> And to do the programming on your only dad site, we have with us Justin, always bet on Black Carter. Oh, hi. Hi. How's Vegas? <laughs> so, so I'm not in Vegas. Oh. I, I'm actually home. Oh. Uh, so we got our second COVID shots mm-hmm. two, two, day, two days ago. Yesterday. The, bo- the boosters? The what friday Friday. yes we got him friday um the second because we got the first shot like a month ago and then just got the second shot the moderna and like it it hit megan a lot harder than it hit me like my whole body's sore but like megan has like the like like you know hot like i was shivering like yesterday i was like wearing like long sleeve like shirts up like megan's like how are you cold and i was like dude i am like freezing right now but so in order to do battle bots we had to either have like we were planning on having our we would have our vaccinations before battle bots but apparently in the fine print of that is you would have had to have had them two weeks prior completed Mm. two weeks prior which we did not it was only a couple days prior and i was like dude so then the only other option then that they would accept is a rapid test which is like okay that's fine but they required a very specific one that, like, you couldn't just go to CVS and, like, get or whatever. It's something that, like, has to be scheduled and is, like, $200 to do. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no. And so we were just like, man. And it was, like, too late to really cancel the hotel and stuff because it was, like, less than 24 hours. So I didn't Oof. get a refund or anything. Oof. But it was just like, man, whatever. But we were so fucking miserable from that. I was like, dude, even if we were able to go, I don't think we would have because the second shot um, did a little more damage than I thought it would. That's rough. Yeah, I remember. Go ahead. No, 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 you go. go. I was going to say, I remember uh, the second shot knocked my wife out pretty hard, but it didn't bother me at all. Like, I didn't even notice anything. Yeah, that's, like, what's weird. It's, like, today, like, besides my arm just being, like, a little sore and stuff, it's, like, I've had, like, a headache and stuff, Mm -hmm. but, like, besides that, I've been 
completely fine. Did you just call a headache a headache? Like a headache? It's part of the after effects of the shot. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. Also, just to do some quick math, like to do a test that's like $200, just to put things in perspective, after buying 11 copies of Skyrim, you've, you've spent roughly $715 on that. I mean, like, I mean, what's $200? That's a drop in the hat for you. I mean, I, I, I know, but what sucks is like, for both of us to get the test done, it literally would have been more than the hotel and the tickets to BattleBots. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, what I was going to say. At that point, you're spending more money than you've already spent, and it's like, yeah, we're cashing out. But, but yeah, you it's gotta, like, you I'm gotta like make sure that Duck, Duck wins. Duck, Duck always wins, right? Duck comes out on top, right? Yeah, dude, dude he, he does. And I don't even know if Duck was there or not, but it's like... I don't man. know if he comes out on top. He more goes underneath. <laughs> but he's there though that's all that matters yes it doesn't matter where he is in the battle box as long as he's there <laughs> well that is a bummer sir i'm sorry to hear that uh but hopefully you'll all bounce back just in time for the work week um yeah. anyway. the uh let's see here um oh i wanted to talk to you guys to see uh the Kanye West album that was, uh, was it Donda has been teased for about a month. He's been doing pre-release parties, all this stuff. And then on Sunday morning, AKA this morning at about seven 30 universal, just pushed the button and it went live and apparently was not approved by Kanye West or his team to go live, but they just like, we're like, we're done. It's going screw it. And so, yeah, everyone can listen to, uh, it's, so this was a record that made me go like either this is awful or I'm truly just old and don't understand it anymore. I don't know which it is. It's possible. It's both. I don't know, but I, I cause I, I like the college dropout era Kanye West. Like that's good stuff. I can't say I'm familiar once we get past like 808s and heartbreaks and stuff like that. But uh, man, this album's awful. Like I, I listened to the first four tracks and was like, holy shit. Like maybe this was not supposed to be released because it's bad. Like it's just bad. And then, and then it hit me that like, oh wait, I'm 42. Like this album is not being made for me in any way. So maybe I'm just old and don't get it yet. Where, well, where you do know, you guys, where do you guys fall on that spectrum? Uh, I I'm, I'm from a business perspective. I mean, the NFL is starting and the NFL is a more profitable business than keeping Kanye in the Mercedes Benz stadium <laughs> yeah. to produce or, or soldier field or wherever. Yeah. He's been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you got to kick him out. Right. And the only way to do that is to really put that album out. Otherwise he's just going to loiter there forever. Uh, but you know, I haven't been a fan of Kanye West since maybe, uh, 2005. Like late registration. era. Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm out, like, pretty hardcore. Uh, and then, you know, his team up with Marilyn Manson with all the legal drama that that guy's going through right now. It's, you know, it's probably a pretty good idea to stay away from that guy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough, fair enough. Well, I think uh, you will feel safe staying away because you're not missing much. Like, you're just <laughs> not. Like, mm. And I love that Universal is just like, nah, fuck it, we're done. Like, no more, fuck this bullshit. Album's out. Like, yeah, I saw it came out today, and I actually, like, have it up on Spotify or whatever to listen to, but I haven't listened to it yet, and I normally don't really listen to Kanye, but just because of all the stuff 
like going to the, the listening party and him wearing yeah. like the orange like ski mask like walking around the bins like the phantom of the opera and stuff like has that marketing has made me want to at least listen to a couple songs <laughs> off of it because i'm like dude this guy was like having like a mental breakdown like going through a divorce in the mercedes-benz stadium while he like recorded this what what does donda mean like what is the, is there a significance to the that's the his mom's name i believe i believe it's named after his mom i, I have no idea to be fair um but I will tell you, it now means a subpar album. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, it's been it, it, the, the meaning done changed. But uh, yeah, that one. I mean, and and I again, if someone disagrees, I'm probably just too old. I will, I will, I will wear that one. Sure. It's my fault. It's my fault. This album sucks. I, I will. I will take it on the gym. It's fine. Um, but uh, whew. Justin, I want you to listen to it now just to be like, I want you to get through the like fifth track and tell me one good thing about it because I couldn't find it. it All right. Just, yeah. After the podcast, I'll listen to it then and I'll be sure to message the group chat. And I'll be like, bro, <laughs> yeah, please do, because I, I want to know. I want to know what the. Um what the youngins think nowadays and you're the youngest guy on this podcast so you're basically the person i go to for reference uh but um i, I know he's basically a zoomer at this point yeah so. but you know to to date myself even more than zach i mean zach i know you're maybe like a year older mm-hmm. than me but like i still have not embraced like the whole streaming media like or streaming music portion of like the new generation of media consumption uh, like i still like to purchase my music on itunes like the songs that I you know Wait, listen what? to Why? yeah I know because uh, I I mean giving giving a musician a dollar <laughs> you're uh, still streaming music it's not like you're out buying vinyls and CDs no like, no you're no, still no. Streaming. I'm, I'm I mean I'm picking and choosing the songs but at least I buy the songs and they're mine right I mean like uh, per the licensing agreement from iTunes like you buy it and like it, regardless of whether they pull it from the iTunes music library or not it's still yours like you have it on your hard drive right. I mean, so uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like I have it. Like I mean, that's that's my. I, I would rather, you know, I like I like listening to like ten seconds to thirty seconds of songs. To that's basically how I consume, like whether I like something or not. <laughs> that's Man, how I date it, myself. Look, we've Shannon. all learned today. <laughs> look, Shannon. Zach's face aside, I will agree with you to some point where I did used to have a hundred and sixty gig iPod that I absolutely loved, and would carry with me everywhere and then my music collection grew far beyond the ipod but Mm -hmm. i still have probably like 600 gigs of music on my computer some of which can't be found on spotify because it's like shitty rave cds (laughs) and like albums i bought from people in line outside warp tour for like a buck and stuff (laughs) now that's that's fair i do have some of those like saved to my amazon cloud account which is like yeah some of that shit where like friends that were djs that made like shitty house mixes and like, yeah there's there's some mixes yeah where i'm like man i wish i could listen to that version but i don't want to yeah. have to go on my computer and do whatever I want. Or, or you'll like you'll have the radio playing like uh streaming radio and like yeah one of those songs will come on but it's like no i want to hear like the happy hardcore version of this song <laughs> that my shitty friend happy made hardcore. like tw- 20 years ago <laughs> you know like it's like no this this song 
isn't good, but when it's done at 135 beats per minute, it's fucking rad. Yeah. Like, when it's yeah. beating like my heart after 15 Red Bull and vodkas, because that's what I had back in the day, I am on fire. <laughs> wait, wait, I forgot to add it to the group text, and Shannon, you just brought it to my attention. Gentlemen, there's major news that was discovered <laughs> this week, that things have happened. I went to a gas station and went to go buy an energy drink. And I need to tell both of you, Redline is back in stores. <laughs> yes. And it's, and it's that same bottle style mm -hmm. where it's a bottle that you can tell shouldn't be drank out of. It's not meant to be consumed, <laughs> but, but it exists. And uh, yeah, same thing. You're only supposed to drink half of it at a time. And red line, red line. If you want to almost have a heart attack, get you a bottle of red line. Because <laughs> I don't know how that shit is legal. Well, but I didn't realize it was gone. It, oh, it, like, it was gone from these shelves, from these stores it, for like a decade. I have not seen Redline in, in at least a decade. Yeah, that, that's been out, out here for a while. But um, I think Bang is the same company that – or the same company that makes Bang is the same company that made Redline, essentially. So – And I thought they had just tra – <coughs> sorry. <coughs> sorry. I thought they had just transitioned mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to making Bang and no longer made Redline. But holy crap. Back by popular demand. I kind of want to get some. I mean, I'll Dude. tell you, I'll tell you probably when I was 30 and that came out, I was like, I don't know what this is. I was looking for a pre-workout energy drink, mm -hmm. go into the 7-Eleven, find a, 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 a red line because it was like the new hotness at the time. I was yep. like, oh, I'll give this a try. Drank the whole bottle. Didn't read the side. Don't screw instructions. Uh, drank the whole bottle. And then I was, I worked out. I got home. I was like, mm, still got energy. What can I do? I cleaned the whole house like a crackhead. Yep. I was done cleaning the house. Was like, you know what? I feel like I could run another mile or two. Like ran for like two miles. Came back. <laughs> like was st still had energy. I was like, uh, what? I, I didn't go to bed until like four o'clock in the morning. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that was like when me and my friend Matt used to do level design stuff for like super fun games at night and stuff. You know, after work, he'd get a bottle of Redline and me and him would split it. And then, you know, I'd work until like 11 and then like come home and just be laying in bed like wide awake, like staring <laughs> mm -hmm. at the little like microorganisms like floating. Like, in the it, like... it is it is honestly I don't understand how it's legal. Like it is it has to be just pure math. Like, I don't get it, you know, but Dude, I don't know. Like if you have to drink it when it's ice cold, if you don't drink that stuff, when it, it, it you know, if you drink it when it's warm, it tastes like the worst rancid cough syrup you've ever chugged yep. in your life. But if you get that when it is cool as a I mean, like I'm talking about like Jaeger level cool, like that thing is smooth as silk. <laughs> and, and to be fair, like a, a serving, which they tell you is half the bottle, which is all you should do not drink a full bottle of Redline. I did that once. It was bad. Um, it's you're talking like a double shot. It's not a whole bunch to consume. It's not like you're pouring half a pint or something. It is no. It's it. Oof, that stuff. It, it'll get you. Yeah, I just I want to see I want to see Shaquille O'Neal hold a bottle of Redline. Because like you know when he's got like a full regular size Coke, it looks like a medium. It looks like one of those small ones in like an average person's hands. 
Like, I mm -hmm. want to see what a bottle of Redline looks like in a Shaquille O'Neal size. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, look, it'll look like a test tube. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, so that was my major news from the week. Well, if we're if we're on the same drink token, uh, mm -hmm. Mountain Dew is coming out with uh, alcohol, it, it, alcoholic beverages like mixed together, like a hard Mountain Dew cocktail, if you will. Like, are, are, because of course board? they are. Like, yeah, yeah. Are they gonna serve board? it at the Daytona 500 <laughs> or WWE Entertainment? <laughs> yeah. Well, I no longer drink, but uh, in my pre-drinking days, I would I would have tried it, but. You know, it's not it's not in the grand tradition of a four loco where <laughs> they have all the energy with the alcohol. It's just a pure alcohol drink. So it's it, it loses a little something for me. I'll be honest. It doesn't have the it doesn't seem to have quite the time travel abilities that OG four loco would have possessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the four loco stories are legendary. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and I went to a Bad Religion concert and grabbed a, uh, a I, I want to say it was a watermelon for Loco because it was the only one in the store. And I kept hearing from my friends that this shit was like legendarily messed up and uh, consumed it on the way to the show. And next thing I remember is the middle of the concert. All of a sudden, I just like warped to the middle of the concert and was like, oh, hey, I'm at the show. All right. This is fine. <laughs> uh, and that was like one 20 ounce can. Like I was just like and this was a point in my life when I drank, guys, like this was at a time in my life when I was no stranger to alcohol on a regular basis. And and yeah, that one that one got me real, real good. Your friends are pushing you home in a shopping cart. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was gonna say, let's be honest about Four Loco. Is there are no bad tasting Four Locos because after the first shot, your taste buds are toasted anyway. You will not taste the rest of that drink. You will just, you know, I mean, it, it's autopilot from the for your system from then on out. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, at least I, I miss those. At least I had a good crew that was keeping me safe. So you know. yeah, it's it's important to. Uh, I mean, like when they say drink responsibly, uh, they're not talking about you because you've already made poor life choices having <laughs> yeah. four loco. It's yeah. about it's, already, it's having a support. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. The, res the responsibility was uh, uh, surrounding yourself with proper. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, People who make proper life choices. Yeah, not, not you, you colossal fuck up, but. <laughs> Oh, shit. oh man! Sure. So we talk about some video game news here. <laughs> well, so we talk about actual news, which yeah, is yeah, something. Uh, hey guys, Halo Infinite, December eighth, got a release date. This is coming from Gamescom opening night live, and it is uh, official. They are launching the campaign and multiplayer, which is going to be free play on the multiplayer and campaign, of course, going on Game Pass. Uh, December 8th, 2021, so it is coming out this year, much to everyone's surprise, because, guys, they were running up against it. It was starting, <laughs> the chatter was starting to come with, uh, uh, is Halo not coming this year after that year delay? Um, but we are here, and there is a bad news with that, the, uh, the campaign, but... Uh, a co-op campaign is not going to be ready at launch. So it'll be single player campaign only. Uh, that was probably the biggest news from the week. What are your guys' thoughts? 
Justin, why don't you go first? I mean, I'm excited for you. The the con <laughs> hey, the con funny. yeah the console and the controller look pretty cool too. The Xbox Series X Halo twentieth twenty year infinite limited edition console. Um, besides that, I mean the stuff from Gamescom. The the one that I was actually surprised that did this looks pretty dope is uh what Devolver Digital showed the Cult of the Lamb. Oh yeah, we'll 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 get there. We'll get there. Cold okay. of Lamb looks fucking rad. But um, but yeah. So what Justin uh, said is accurate. There is a new Elite Series controller two, uh, or Elite Series two controller Halo themed coming, which is all green and black and tactical looking, and then a Halo Infinite uh, Xbox Series X, which is dropping also November fifteenth. As uh, for the release date on that, and it has got a cool paint job and controller, and I'm hoping that controller gets sold separately because it looks rad, and I don't really want an elite controller because I have one. Um, so yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's live. Shannon, did you have thoughts before we move off of Halo? Uh, it's Halo, and um, I mean I typically like to play that game with my friends so i will wait until the multiplayer portion is up and then i will buy it and i will play it with you until you get tired of it and then i will never touch it again uh, yeah the the co-op campaign not being there at launch sucks like there's no real way to dance around that it sucks but it also uh, speaks to the amazing pressure they have to just get this game out this year like it you know, there were. I guarantee you, there were at a there was a board meeting where there were people on one side going like, "No, co-op campaign is Halo," and people going, "I don't care. The single player works. Get it out the door. It has to be released. We'll patch in co-op later." Um, it's just it leads to the bigger problem of games not being finished when they're released. I mean, who knows how buggy that thing is going to be? Um, you know, yeah, day one. Um. And I would have much, I mean, I would have much rather had them delay it like a month, like come out in the, in January. They Just can't though. They can't. Dude. They've already, Why? they've already Why? done a year. Yes. Who cares? Like they've already, they've lost. I mean, what are they really going to do? I mean, this is their first, uh, what other than Forza, this is their first big first party title that's coming out. Right. Like, yes. I mean, for the console. Why don't you make sure that you do everything that you got to do right to make sure that people are in like ecstatic with this to keep your fan base strong? Well, like, and, how many and, people? Uh, I'm sorry, but no, I, I I I agree with you, and I think to your point, that single player campaign and multiplayer better be just rock solid. Because you're right, if they come out and it's a buggy POS like Master Chief Collection when they first dropped that. It's it's going to be I I don't know if Halo comes back. Isn't you know? isn't the multiplayer free? Like isn't that it a standalone is. thing? It is. Multiplayer so, free to play. Okay, so put out multiplayer at the end of December, like you're right. planning, and then save the single player campaign and the multiplayer campaign for January. Do it that way. You're still you're still making your the customer base that wants that multiplayer Halo happy because they're getting it in this year, and then the people that want the, a solid story with a co-op element are going to get it in January. Bam, problem solved. You you just you just made all of your money. You made your fan base happy, and you you still retain all of your 
uh, Xbox loyalists. I mean, you're not wrong, but I think I think the problem is there they don't have the install base big enough for just the multiplayer to carry it. And I think if they release just the multiplayer and it is, you know, because now there's Call of Duty and now there's Battlefield and, and all this stuff that's dropping around the same time, if that gets lost in the sauce, I, I think they need the they need more of a full package to to make Halo hit, or at least that's what they're thinking. See, and I mean, I think I disagree with you. I think okay. I, I I think that they there is a huge I think when they drop the multiplayer portion of Halo, a mm-hmm. lot of people are going to dip off of Call of Duty. A lot of people are going to dip off of Fortnite and a lot of people dip off of Apex to go over back to their OG system because a lot of people are going to want to see that on Twitch. I think you're going to get a lot of streamers that are going to want to see how this gameplay is. And if you can get a strong enough like initial jump on that, like you'll 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 sell skins, you'll sell custom yeah. colors for clans, you'll sell you'll make your money there. I think I think it's a cash cow that's gonna if if done properly will make them a substantial amount of revenue. I mean, I don't really know because you're not wrong. So I mean, the only thing I can say is they must have a lot of faith that the single player campaign minus co-op has to be just be rock solid. I just don't know how many people because I'll be honest, I'm gonna you know December eighth I'm gonna download it. I'm going to start the single player campaign. I'm going to f- beat it. And I don't know if I want to go back. You know, by the time April comes around and it's patched in. I well, mean, yeah, maybe, maybe that's when I do the legendary run or something like that. But Because that's the thing is you don't even know if it's going to even be relevant by then at that point. By the time they do do the co-op thing, like the next game will already like be out yeah. <laughs> by the time they get to it. Yeah, we'll be we'll be moved on. To, to the next new hotness. So yeah, I will I will tell you right now I will happily wait uh, and bounce off of Halo so hard to hit the new Saints Row <laughs> in February. <laughs> uh, well, that, well, let's talk about that because the new Saints Row was announced February 25th uh, on PS5, PS4, and Xbox series of consoles, and it looks to be a complete new Saints Row. It's not going. I I don't know. I don't think we're getting any Johnny Gat in this, you know, AKA the Saints Row 3, 4 universe. I think we're moving on, uh, but it's still very much Saints Row with, uh, you know, dead mouse helmets and whatnot and a lot of, a lot of senseless violence. Good stuff. Um, so Shannon, you're in for more Saints Row? Hell yes. That game cannot get here fast enough. I, if it's more like Saints Row 3, I'm on board. That was the only one of them I actually really liked. I'll go from three on. Like I played okay. all of them. Uh, I even I played two. I enjoyed it, but like from three on was where I finally like started to really get into the swing of it and enjoy it, just for its sheer outlandishness. I mean, mm-hmm. it does. I mean, it's like GTA, but without like GTA to me is boring, right? Because it's based like too much in reality. Like yeah. something about the controls is a little janky. Um, I agree you know, with you. Uh, but for some reason with Saints Row, it's like they nail the street combat, they nail the shooting, they nail the driving, they nail just the antics and the dialogue. Uh, the soundtrack um, to the the other Saints Rows were awesome. 
Like, I mean, their soundtracks when you're driving around in the car are way better than anything I've ever heard in any of the uh, the Grand Theft Autos. The last time Shannon liked Kanye West was when uh, <laughs> the helicopter door opens and power starts playing. Exactly, dude. That I mean, that right, right there is when I was just like, you know what? I could probably download that one. That one's a, that's yeah. a good song. I'll download. Um, but um, I actually you know, bought Return the of the Mac. I actually bought the Saints Row Three menu music off of iTunes. <laughs> Because I love it awesome. so much. I did that too. I went through and I was like, "That's a banger. I'll take that yep. one." Like you know, just peruse like the whole soundtrack. It was oh good. yeah, it's got the whole like do 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 just oh yeah all day all day yeah like yeah. Oh, dude, Justin, are you in on Saints Row? Um, you better say yes. This is I've never. So I'll be honest, I've never played Saints Row. Oh my god, why? Wait, you never played Saints Row three? You'll you'll play you'll. You'll buy Skyrim 11 uh, times. Dude, okay, you, okay. This is... Saints Row 3 has been free on PlayStation Plus and Xbox, and you won't you won't even give it the time of day. Okay, one, Shannon. I do, I do, because it was free on, I think, Epic Store, but I do own whatever one was I just never played it. I never said anything bad about it. And two, <laughs> you already used the Skyrim thing once. This you can only use that once per episode, all right? I think, <laughs> you, already, you, I think you might have used it twice already. Actually. Yeah, yeah, you I'll already cashed it in at the beginning of the show. So. Um, well, so. Justin, will you do me a favor? Yes. Put, like, two hours into Saints Row 3. You, you okay. own it. Just And, and I'm not, that's all I'm asking. If it isn't your cup of tea, put it down. Move on. Say you tried it. That's fine. I think you would love that game. The humor of that game is top notch. Like, and it lines up with you perfectly. I and think. that's what I've, I've heard. It's funny and stuff is I just have never played it, mm -hmm. but it's not like I never had anything like against that. I mean, I've played like a bunch of the grand theft autos and what, but yeah, I do have saints Row as a third remastered on Epic store. So I mean, the games right in the first 20 minutes, you, you like basically, Go pick up one of your lackeys, and you guys start singing Sublime's uh, "What I Got," <laughs> yeah. and it's and it's hilarious and classic, and it's yeah, just play it. It's awesome. Like, I mean, when you when you pick up one of your lackeys and you're driving around town to Return of the Mac, and you're yeah. just like <laughs> set. I mean, like you are destroying stuff. It is the funniest thing. Uh, I mean. The, the chum gun uh, was probably one of my favorite weapons. I don't know if that was in three or if it was in like one was, of the later ones. I think it was three and four. But yeah, yeah, but that one, that that gun was awesome. I mean, the, the fact that you get to start off the game with like a nine foot long giant rubber dildo that you hit people with like a baseball bat yeah. is hilarious. And I want to say it's called the violator or something. Like <laughs> yeah, that. and it's like a one shot kill too. It's not like you can hit them three times. You hit them once and they're down. <laughs> and uh, the chum gun, just to be clear. You shoot chum on people, and giant sharks come out of the street and eat them. <laughs> like, this is what we're talking about. Like, it's it's fucking rad. Um, th speaking of things that look fucking rad, uh, this Firaxis Marvel game, which is supposed to be an XCOM game, maybe? But then, like, more stuff came out after uh, opening Night Live, where they said it actually doesn't share any mechanics with XCOM. So I'm really curious now what the hell this game is but it's called midnight suns and it launches in march and uh hell of a lineup got you know evil looking captain america and ghost rider and wolverine and iron man uh it's blade i think is it yeah. in the mix there like yeah like let's let's do this looks like you're taking down elder gods and vampires like okay sign me up 
I don't even know what it is, but we're supposed to get gameplay in September. So I'm, I'm, that one is definitely on my radar right now. Yeah. If they use some type of like that system, similar to like fallout, I would be a lot more on board, but I mean, if it's a tactical game, like uh, chances are, if it's done well, I'm going to give that, I'm going to give it a try. And it's for Axis. Like for Axis doesn't fuck up tactical games. So I'm, they, the studio has at least got me to say, yes, I will give it a try, you know? So I'm, I'm hyped for that. Uh, the next little bit of news was a bit of a bummer, but again, nothing that none of us didn't expect that, uh, Horizon Forbidden West is 2022, but not too late into 2022. It's coming out February 18th. So I will tell you what I will be playing February 18th. It'll be Horizon Forbidden West. Um, that game still looks rad. Uh, hey, new Call of Duty, Shannon. Vanguard. Mm-hmm. World, World War Two. You, you hype? You got the hype? Back, no. Back, back to back to the forties. You in? No. Oh, okay. No. There, there is, there is a delicate balance with Call of Duty. Uh, also, uh, now I have a renewed hatred for you know Activision. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I don't think I will be buying that game anytime soon. Um, mm-hmm. But good for them. Uh, there's a sweet spot for me in like those type of warfare games, and it's definitely. I would probably say like the 70s to maybe like the, I mean, you know, 2000s. Like if you can get in that time frame where there's no egregious like wall running and like futuristic stuff, but at the same time, I'm not using like a bolt action rifle. Um, I, I think I'd be pretty happy with it. Um, but, you know, cool. New Call of Duty. All right. Well, let's go burn through some of the other quick hits real quick. Uh, Sifu. That was that Kung Fu game they showed at the PS5 launch trailer. And uh, it is coming February 22nd now. And it looks insanely legit. It looks a lot prettier now than it did when they first showed it. And I'm hyped for that one. Uh, We need to get a hold of one Mike Miller because Shredder's Revenge, which is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle kind of like arcade style beat em up is coming and you get to play as April O'Neil as one of the playable characters now. So. Yeah. Like why are you glossing over that? I mean, like that's one of the bigger reveals, like far cry six, who gives a shit about that? I know it's far cry. It's coming out, but like, you know, come on, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games, like hit smacks of nostalgia. And like the fact that you could play as April O'Neil is super cool. I'm waiting for, was it like a, uh, who's the dude with the, Jesse is Jesse James. Is he the one with the, the mm-hmm. mask or what's his mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I totally want him to be a playable character. Like put him in there. Just give me that game. That game cannot get here fast enough. I want it now. Uh, I, I do not feel as strongly about that, but okay. Uh, uh, I believe the name it. you were looking for, Shannon, was Casey Jones. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Comic, but like it's not, it's been like thirty years since I've seen the anima- animation and or read a comic book at least. And I'll tell you right now, I tried to watch it with my son the other day, like the new animated series, like the one that's kind of like drawn super weird. But yeah, he did not like the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and. So, yeah. So we watched uh, the OG uh, Super Mario Brothers cartoon instead. That's what oh, nice. Like Super Mario Brothers show, Super Mario Brothers cartoon? I think on Paramount Plus, it's just Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, uh, okay. what it's called. Like, they got rid of, like, the real-life, like, racist Italian stereotypes. and so like no, just No Captain Lou Albano? No. Oh, uh, okay. 
he's gone. I think he still voices. I think he still voices Mario, but he doesn't have like his own segment in the beginning of the show. All right. Yeah. Uh, and and we all learned something today. Um, we learned a lot of things. Apparently, I don't know, you know, Casey Jones or whatever, and I don't know. I still buy my music on iTunes, and <laughs> you know, I mean, we're learning a lot on this three-year anniversary show. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, so to be clear, uh, we are doing something in a couple weeks that'll be a proper anniversary type show. Uh, thank you for bringing that up, Shannon, because I forgot to mention it at the beginning. Um, <laughs> it was supposed to be this week. We just couldn't get our shit together, to be all honest. And then Shannon's leaving next week. So two weeks. We got two weeks. Um, well, we will make it happen. Um, but yes, lastly, there's a few things I want to touch on uh, in my house. There was reverberations and excitement because November 9th, Jurassic World Evolution 2 is coming out, which is the sequel to the game my son has been playing for three years, Jurassic <laughs> World Evolution. Um, and then tell me, please tell me, you guys watched the trailer for Doke V. It's a Pokemon-looking type game, action-adventure game uh, from Black Desert online team. They came out after the fact and said, it is not actually an MMO like everyone expected. Um, if you have not watched this trailer, watch it, because it is batshit insane, and it looks rad. Like, it was one of those things where I'm like, in the middle of the trailer... I have no idea what this is, but I want it. And I want to play it like right now. Like it is just nuts. And uh, it is the type of game where you're like, oh, that's what they're using all this power from these consoles for. Oh, okay. Like it is definitely something that looks next gen. It looks insane. And I am here for all of it. Uh, so if I don't even want to do it justice by describing the trailer poorly, just go watch it. It's called Doke V D O K E capital V. And uh, yeah, it's freaking rad. Check it out. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, and uh, Justin mentioned it at the top, uh, cult of the lamb, which is a devolver digital joint. And uh, guys, this game is a thousand percent my shit. Like, when, when I was watching this trailer, I'm like, I have no idea what this is, but I'm already pre-ordering it. I'm in. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, I'm a lamb that, like, basically becomes a god or a channel for an elder god or something. And then I get cult members and, like, build a town around that. Like, so it's a town builder slash adventure game slash cartoony looking lamb elder god Eldrick horror bullshit. Yeah, I'm in 100% all of it, like all in. Justin, I know you're feeling me on this. Oh, yeah. No, in the beginning, I was like, dude, like this art style. Like at first, I was like, do they have to show actual gameplay for this? But I was like, the opening cutscene in the trailer was great. And it's like so cute. But then, like, as the trailer goes on and on, I'm like, man, this is pretty dark. I mean, you're yeah. like this oh, it gets possessed real dark. Yeah. lamb, basically. It's like build a cult simulator, but then you're also going out fighting stuff. And it has, keeps, yeah, shows, like you said, like, very, um, like, El, like Eldorazi and, like, Cthulhu-like stuff, yeah. like, overseeing, like, the town and stuff as you're just, like, a portal to, like, a vessel <laughs> for this some... demon. Yeah. But you also, yeah, like you said, almost almost death's door looking like you go around and 
fight things and attack stuff, but you're also gaining resources to like build out your town and village and uh, convert the local people to, to your cult. And it's, yeah, I'm, I'm so in, it was just like, as time went on, I'm just like, yeah, this is all me. I'm just, yeah. Everything they showed was like, I think it was supposed to be either disturbing or, or something, but I kept finding it funny. So I'm like, yep, I'm in. <laughs> We're good. Uh, yeah. Cult of the lamb. Number one with a bullet from the show. And, uh, I hope that comes out sooner than later. No date. I don't think was given for that one, but, uh, yeah. Massive monster is the developer behind that. And then, uh, devolver is publishing. So, on board, Cult of the Lamb. Good stuff. Yeah. I also watched the Doke V trailer, and yeah. that is bizarre. It looks like a Pixar movie mixed with, like, Pokemon, and it's just, like, it's running in, like, 4K all the time. Yeah, totally. It's and all the particle effects, I was like, dude, like, there has to be, like, a seizure warning or something. Like, everything's so bright and vibrant, and, like, it's hard to focus on any one thing that's happening. But I am here for it. Let me tell you, Doki V, freaking rad. Um, well, it was a great week for trailers because another trailer came out that Justin said was never going to come out. But here we are. Spider-Man. The trailer. It's here. We, we've seen it. And uh, but it's it's not well, far from home was the last one. This is no way home. Right. Mm hmm. And uh, it has passed already in one week the total amount of plays that Endgame's trailer had. So people are thirsty for some Spider-Man. People are ready for a proper return to the MCU. I feel kind of bad for Shang-Chi and the Eternals because the Eternal trailer dropped last week and promptly was forgotten. Everyone was like, oh, wait, Spider-Man's out? Fuck this shit. <laughs> Threw it away. Um, and then no one's talking about Shang-Chi anymore because everyone is talking about Spider-Man. And with good reason. Uh, gentlemen, your thoughts on the trailer? It looks freaking awesome. Shannon, thoughts? Ooh, I cannot wait for this movie to come out. Um, like, I was I was on board because it's in Doctor Strange and you know, it seems like he's it's that typical kind of trope of I want everybody to forget who I was and mm -hmm. you know, I, I want to keep my secret identity. But that means I have to give things up. And of course, Peter Parker being his typical teenage self, like, you know, he's being told to shut up while, you know, Dr. Strange is doing the spell. Things go chaotic because he's not listening and he's adding too many elements to the, you know, to the spell that he's casting. And, you know, chaos ensues, uh, you know, and for the most part, I was in already but then when the doc ock uh shows up from um what was it i think it was andrew was it andrew garfield spider-man no no that was the toby mcguire spider -Man oh, yeah too. the toby mcguire one and then yeah. you heard you saw you heard the green goblin yeah. and you saw the grenade and i was just like whoa i was like are they really gonna do this are they really gonna bring like all the spider-mans into one movie like this is so dope this is awesome like this is great well and you see the electricity from electro yeah. yeah, and you saw Sandman, like, very briefly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, my God. But then I started to get worried because they've done this with Spider-Man before where they they start to bring in all these extra elements and all these extra villains, and it's, 
it gets murky. And I know a lot of it before was because, you know, Fox had Spider-Man and they were the yeah. ones running the show and they were all disorganized and they didn't know what the uh, hell they so, were doing. So, Sony, uh, Fox had or Sony. Sony, Sony. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sony. Sorry. Um, but it was, you know, I, I am a little bit like more confident in Marvel's ability to actually tell the story. Mm. So, you know, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. But Justin, how are you? Yeah, no, I was very excited. Like, it was morning or whatever that it came out. There was the leak of the trailer. And it was like someone, like, have playing the trailer, like, a 320 pixel fucking trailer on, like, an <laughs> iPhone 4, recording it with an iPhone 3 from, like, four <laughs> feet away. And. Then you're like saying they're like, dude, what is going on? And I was like, do they have to now that it's leaked? I'm like, they have to release like the actual better version of it. Yeah. And then it took like they didn't release until like three. But I was finally like, dude, thank God, because I was like, I'm not watching this little pixelated trailer thing for it. And it, I'm surprised they showed, I guess, as much as they did. Like, with the fact that, you know, like, it's confirmed, you know, Doc Ock's in it, and they're, like, basically confirming that all the rumors are true, that all these past mm -hmm. Spider-Man villains are coming back. Um, you're basically getting, like, the Sinister Six yeah. in this movie. Um, but I thought it was super cool, and I I'm actually, like, I'm really surprised that... You know, it took this long to get the trailer because I mean, the fact that it's coming out in December, it was really ballsy for them to like wait until now to finally give us a trailer. And I think that's why it surpassed like Endgame and like mm -hmm. the other like movies that because of the marketing of like no information and just all the wild rumors and stuff made people. And it's like you said, I feel bad for Shang-Chi and Eternals and stuff, you know, we just got all these new trailers for like these other Marvel movies and like no one gives a shit about any of that because they're like, Oh man, Doctor Strange is the one that actually messed up the multiverse and we're getting Spider-Man well, and I think I think that's why it took so long though because I think they wanted to give some sort of runway to these other two movies. Yeah. Just to build some type cuz I mean if they would have dropped this before the big push for Chang-Chi and Eternals, no even less people would care. Yeah. It's true. You know, it's just I I so that's why I think they did it. Now, I have a question for you two. Is that actually Doctor Strange? Because <laughs> I I kind of have an issue with Mr. Sirius, uh, don't call me Mr., I'm Doctor Stephen Strange, being like, yeah, sure, kid, we'll do this. No fucking problem. Come on in. Pull up a chair. Let's, let's do this super dangerous spell that Wong's telling me not to do, wink. Like, that seems out of character to me. That seems very non-Stephen Strange-ish. So that was my first thing. I'm like, I wonder if that's actually Doctor Strange. Or See, I don't know. I pictured it as like a thanks for helping me save the world. I I owe you one kind of thing. Maybe, but it just seemed very carefree to me. But I think that's like the whole kind of... Uh, draw to the spider-man movies is that they they do balance lightheartedness with seriousness pretty 
you know, they weave that tapestry pretty well. So I don't know. I, I don't know how meta they're going to get with mm-hmm. this storyline, right? I, I think when you have that many characters in play, it might be better just to keep it simple and just have this be one of Doctor Strange's quirky moments. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, my, <laughs> my thought was maybe some multiverse shenanigans had already happened, and that was like a variant of Stephen Strange or something like that. It might, that's one of the things is maybe it was that it's like a post, um, like, you know, Stephen Strange actually pulls off the spell, mm-hmm. but then he, something went wrong, but then, you know, he's got to find the Stephen Strange in that universe. And that guy's a little uh, off kilter. That would make sense. Um, you well, know, cause, maybe it's because to your point, I think the trailer showed us a lot and nothing all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm expecting that we don't know anything really, despite how much the trailer showed us. So, well, I thought it was funny too that you know when we see Doctor Strange, the entire room's filled with snow and stuff, and people were saying that it's because Hulk broke the window or whatever up at the top (laughs) of the roof, and it's probably still broken. So it's just snowing in the side, the the sanctum. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and which is weird because it's like summertime when they you first see him in the movie, right? But also, you know, hey, we had a spell that was stopping, you know, raining fire on the battlefield. <laughs> you guys can't patch up your roof real quick. Like, Well, and, you know, from what I understand, too, you know, uh, Scarlet Witch is supposed to be in it, too. So it's like there's so many characters that are supposed to be in this, yeah. like, one, like, two hour and 20 minute movie that it's like I have no idea how everything's going to get, like, woven together. That's the other thing, too, is in the trailer, they were saying that uh, people were seeing uh, Matt Murdock in the background. Like, they're like, yeah, Daredevil's going to be in this, too. And I'm just like, dude, I I don't who's going through frame by frame this trailer to break it down like that. Like, I basically just watched it at regular speed. (laughs) So it woke up the mother box. Right. (laughs) People said before it was heavily rumored before that the dude who played Matt Murdock or was seen on set for Spider-Man and stuff and that he was going to be in it. Now, I don't think he's going to be in it as Daredevil, but people were saying, like, at at the beginning of the trailer and stuff, basically when Peter's, like, handcuffed to the table and they're, Mm -hmm. like, doing this stuff, that the dude in the tie who slams, like, all the papers down or whatever, that that was actually Matt Murdock, so that he's going to be Peter's lawyer or whatever against, like, the Mysterio case. Well, we will find out. And I am here for... Uh, three Spider-Men versus the Sinister Six. Like, give me that. If they don't have a scene where all the Spider-Men get together and point at each other and accuse each other of something, like the meme, co- the that meme should die. Oh shit! <laughs> they they <laughs> have to though. That's the I, thing, ha- I haven't even I considered feel... that. And it, yes, <laughs> give me that. Like that's when they originally. That's the thing that when this was originally announced that you know Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were supposed to be in the movie. That was the first thing people said, and it's like, dude, you literally, I think they're just doing this so they can recreate the meme in real life. (laughs) That's all they're trying to do. It's hilarious. Um, But yeah, so uh, it it was a good week for trailers, video games, and movies. And uh, there's a lot to look forward to. But right now, why don't we talk a little bit about what we have been playing and do some weekly consultation. Um, uh, So I started Psychonauts 2, 
either of you get in on this action or no no am i the only one i will tell you right now i am interested in that game but i don't know enough to pull the trigger right now fair enough and um I think they do a really good job of setting the stage right from the start. There, there's a good recap that kind of go, takes you through the first game, uh, takes you through the VR game of everything that's happened up until this point. And then this game takes place uh, essentially like two days after the VR game wraps up. And, and this is when this one starts, which I never played the VR game. And guys, I played Psychonauts like, 15 years ago so it's not like it's it's front of mind um they could do a little better job of kind of catching you up with the rest of the former campers that are now interns like your character raz is uh because he just starts talking to them like you're supposed to know who they are and it's like i don't okay sure that dude great you know um but uh the game looks way better than I expected it to. Uh, Cause you know, I, I'm remembering Psychonauts as a PS2 Xbox original Xbox game. And, and it was a cool art style then, but it has not aged gracefully. And it's fun to see a developer uh, double fun in this case, take, take all the, the tools and power that is available to them and not make something crazy photorealistic. It's like they they went nuts with the art design choices and uh, the character design and what the backgrounds are doing and look like and everything. And it's it's just really cool to play. And the game is essentially a platformer on the on its on its face. It's a platformer with uh, abilities that you can adjust and you can upgrade and. Uh, there's a levitation ability, there's uh, like a side blast, there's a telekinesis, and you get to, you swap those out to the shoulder buttons, and you find like a level pretty early will tell you like, hey, this is going to be a telekinesis level, maybe put telekinesis on one of your shoulders, <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, great, and and then you'll, you'll carry on, and I'm probably four or five hours in now, um, and it's it does the Psychonauts thing of being pretty funny, but also has a pretty big heart with what it's trying to tell you while it's telling its story. Um, like just to give an example, one of the first things you do is the director isn't going to let you go on this mission. So you go in her mind and basically make a link between uh, risk and money and inadvertently turn her into a gambling uh uh monster basically like she just all of a sudden becomes like addicted to gambling and this mission is at a casino and she basically compromises the mission to go gamble and all that so you need to find her and fix this and uh and now in the inside of her mind is all casino themed at this point, it used to be a hospital, but now it's like a hospital mixed with a casino and you have to play all these games and eventually take down with the, the gambling monster you've created and restore her a little bit to her prior or restore her to her prior self. And it's played for some laughs, but at the same time, it lets you, it is, it, it gives you the baseline of like, 
this is people's minds you're messing with. Like this, this was really bad and like super invasive and you did something really wrong here. And, and they don't sugarcoat that at all, which is something I appreciate. Cause like you could have played that for laughs and it just been like, ah, it was funny. And like, look, she became a, a total addicted to gambling, like gambling monster and ha ha ha. And it's like, no, that was actually super messed up. Cause she was like a director of, and in charge of a lot of people and very responsible. And you just kind of took that from her for your own selfish gains. And they don't really shy away from that, which is something as, as, as an adult playing this game, I appreciated, you know? Um, but it's cause it's also the type of game where I would feel totally fine letting my seven year old play it. Cause if you can do basic platforming, it's not that crazy of a game. And there's a ton of uh, accessibility options if you throw every switch in this game, you basically can just watch it like a movie in, in some ways. It's, it's very, very easy to play. If you throw every accessibility option on, I wouldn't recommend that because it's actually a pretty fun game. Um, combat can get a little, eh, like it's not the combat. Isn't the point of the game. And I've had times where it's like, I've died at the same combat thing three times. And it's like, just let me get through it. Like, Jesus, this isn't the point. This isn't what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get to the next story beat. And the story is very interesting. Like it's fun. It's really good. I'm, I'm surprised on how good this game is. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. Honestly, it's probably on going to be on the game of the year list for me. As long as the story stays as strong as it is right now. And, uh, it's on game pass. So just give it, give it a download. Cause it's, it's really good. Like it's shockingly good. It, it, this game has taken, I think it's been in development for 13 or 12 years at this point. Uh, people say 15, but I doubt they were making it right when the other one came out. So I'm probably at least a decade. They've been throwing this game around and it's, uh, you know, when when that happens, it's the end product usually is never a good game. It's it's usually always a Duke Nukem Forever type of situation, <laughs> and uh, that is not the case here. Like they got the money from Microsoft and they ran with it. They made what they wanted to make, and it's it's fantastic. And I'm actually really excited to see Double Fine do another big game because the last big game Double Fine did before this was like Brutal Legend, which wasn't great. And it, I think it scared them away from making big games for a long time. You know, they did a lot of the broken ages and trenched and all that type of stuff. Uh, but the uh, stacking was another little game that they made, but this is, this is a good true return to form, big open world, but also our big platformer, but also with a world that only double fine can create. Like it's, it's definitely a double fine game. Um, and it's fantastic. It's really good. Highly recommend it. So I have but, it, I have it downloaded. I just haven't played it yet. And I know, uh, my friend Matt's been playing it and he's been mm -hmm. loving it and I've been seeing it all over Twitter and I saw a lot of people were actually praising the, uh, like the portal kind of dimension, the doorway, yeah. stuff where you go into like how it kind of seamlessly transitions and they were kind of comparing it to ratchet and clank even though it's different than how ratchet and clank do it but just the immersiveness of just going from one to the other and stuff it's really smooth 
Yeah, it, it is really, really cool how you can go from one uh, world to another without. And I mean, there are lo- it's not Ratchet and Clank and where the loading times are seamless. You do hit loading times every now and then. But on the Series X, in my uh, in in my experience, it's been you know under five seconds. It's not crazy. Um, but it you do have the times when you go into uh, the doorways in people's minds where that is rather seamless. And it's it's pretty cool. Like it's it's one of those things where I appreciate. I would cur- be curious to see because they did release a PS4 version of this because originally that was this was a uh, a fig game. Remember that when the people tried to do public uh, <laughs> or raise money publicly for making video games, and one of the one of the rewards was uh, on the tiers was a PS4 version that they had hit, and so uh, Microsoft staying true to that did release a PS4 version of this game. So I'd be curious to see on the PS4 what that looks like, like as far as loading times and, and transitions and all that go. But on the, on the series X, like to your point, it's been great. Like you don't even notice. So I, I highly recommend it. And I think the type of humor is uh, right up your alley, Justin. I think you would dig it. Um, So yeah, Shannon, what about you? What are you been playing? So this week I had not a lot of time to play some games. So I ultimately decided I was going to download Death Store. And uh, while that was downloading, I also picked up a game that was on sale on the Switch uh, called um, Speedway Heroes for $8. So it's a... Now, let me ask you this. What... What about Speedway Heroes <laughs> made you go, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that? Well, I was in a mentally fragile state at that moment. <laughs> it it might have been late at night. I was a little tired. I haven't, you know, I haven't been sleeping well because it's hot mm-hmm. as balls. You know, and I wanted a racer. And, you know, for some reason, I forgot that I had uh, Burnout Paradise, like, you know, on my Switch. So for $8, okay. I bought this game. Uh, sure. and. So basically, you're you're a little motorcycle dude, and uh, you drive around a dirt track on a motorcycle and dirt bike, and uh, that's about it. Um, you get stars for coming in first place, uh, which is great. But let me tell you what sucks about this game. Um, aside from everything, um, that like when you pay for a game, and there's unlockable things. I expect that when I win and get enough credits that these things become unlockable like right away. Mm, you know, when you win a chest after beating a level after coming in first place, it shouldn't take like anywhere from three to five minutes to open a, this box. You know, it, there shouldn't be a sure. timer when you have to open your box up. Like, and you only have enough spots to to open five boxes. So you can only really do five races before you're basically stuck for 15 minutes because you can't get any other money or, uh, you know, upgradable items until you get those boxes out of the out of your inventory. So for I mean, like and this game was on sale, right? It was on sale for eight dollars. I don't even know what the standard price is. Um, it might be $10, but like, if you're paying money, you should not have to wait 
at for any length of time to unlock your rewards. Like that is the biggest. I mean, like when I saw that, when it told me like, oh, you probably shouldn't do your your next race because uh, you haven't unlocked all your boxes. I was like, first of all, I didn't even know I had treasure boxes that I had to unlock because you did such a poor job explaining this. Second of all, like I go there and when I try to unlock it, it puts a time limit on the box to unlock. I was like, well, this is a free to play mechanic that they shoehorned into this game. Right. Um, <laughs> or was then, this a free to play game that they just ended up selling? I don't know. I've never seen like, I, you know, I typically, you know, I'm on the because I have the Apple Arcade. And so mm-hmm. like every week I check to see what new games there are. And I'm looking inside that the just the standard app store to see if there's, you know, games. I've never seen this thing pop up. Um, So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the hell happened with this game, but I seriously regret even having it take up space on my switch. And I should have just used the 15 minutes I had to start death door or play it one run of loop hero. Jeez. So that's all I've been playing this week. Justin. Well, that's depressing. Justin. (laughs) Um, well, I just wanted to also let you know, Shannon, I did look up speedway heroes on the Google play store and it is a free to play game. (laughs) (laughs) So damn it. Well, they got, they got eight of your dollars, Shannon. Yeah, they were like, oh, it's going on Switch. We'll pay the Switch tax. So it just immediately raises the price $10. Um, So for me this week, I just with work and getting the second shot and stuff, I didn't really play too, too much. I hopped on Arena, which if either of you have not been on Arena lately, um, there is a update since with... Uh, the new Innistrad set coming out at the end of next month, Standard's going to be, like, rotating out, so there's, like, four sets that are going to be leaving Standard, and they're giving away, like, a bunch of decks and cards, and, like, new cards, too, like Dungeons and Dragons, like, tons of Mythics, Rares, and, like, whatever, like, they gave me, like, ten decks, and then, like, a bunch of cards to boot, like, on top of it, so... If you haven't logged on to Arena, I would log on to redeem those and do the update because it's like a gig update or something like that with all the new stuff. Because they also added the historic jumpstart cards, which are the cards that aren't in physical print. It's they're so a set solely made for Arena, and the mechanics involve stuff that you could only do in Arena, like perpetually give cards like minus two minus two which whether it's in the graveyard in your hand whatever that card will forever have minus two minus two um which is something you could only really do on arena because in paper no one would remember for it to have like minus two minus two you know unless you sort of oh remember guys this has minus two like so i uh redeemed a bunch of wild cards and got some of the new cards and stuff from that set and built some decks and they changed how brawl works too on arena so normally brawl used to be 60 card deck just like a normal deck but one of every card now apparently brawl is like 40 cards instead of 60 and then they have traditional brawl which is now 100 cards so it's basically commander like at this point you can basically make a 100 card commander deck on arena hmm. which is pretty cool so i played around and built some decks for me and megan and stuff and we were playing against each other this weekend. 
Cool. And then besides Wait, that, the, can we oh, can we go. talk can we talk real quick? I have concerns about Magic, Justin. Yes. My my concerns are the Ready Player Oneing of Magic: The Gathering, when it was announced that there's going to be like a Warhammer set and a Street Fighter set and a you know the Lord of the Rings set and but the fucking Fortnite set. I have issues, Justin. This is concerning to me. Yeah, I know. It's been... It's so hard, because, like, they're talking all this, but that's why I don't understand. Is it a full set? Or is it, like, you know, they've been doing the secret layer drops and stuff, mm-hmm. like, over the last couple years and stuff, I, where I and they did, like... Is, I believe that is what these are, are going to be, like, secret layer drops. Okay. Because, see, for that, I think that's fine, because I know, like... The Warhammer one is a full one, though. Warhammer is commander decks and all that shit. Okay. Because I know, like, Walking Dead and stuff was just a secret layer drop. But what's funny is, like, those Walking Dead cards, even though they're actual cards, you can't, like, use them in anything. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not legal cards and stuff. So I think with some of those cards and stuff that it's fine. Like, it doesn't really affect, I think, like, actual gameplay is it wizards whoring like themselves out for like corporate money and stuff yes (laughs) it is and it's kind of a shame and that's the thing that's been going on for a while too is a lot of people are like with the pace that wizards is pushing out magic cards now it used to be like you know you'd get like i don't know two maybe three sets a year yeah you get a big set and a subset yeah and, like, usually, like, it would come in twos or threes or whatever, you know, and it'd be, like, you get the first half and then the second half comes out in the later year or whatever. And usually they, like, you know, we're still in the same world, like, whatever the theme was, it was the same theme. It was just the yeah. second half. But then now it's, like, you know, they're like, what was the last one that just came out? Dungeons & Dragons just came out, like, not that long ago. And then end of this next month, is we're going back to Innistrad again with zombies and werewolves and vampires. vampires. Yeah. So it's like already the next standard sets out, but then there's well, then all the sets but, with like modern. Then they, but then aren't they doing like Baldur's Gate too off the Dungeons and Dragons one? No, like I think the Dungeons and Dragons one was just Forgotten Realms. Uh, okay, because I thought I thought then there was going to do a Baldur's Gate. I thought I read that Baldur's Gate was coming again. And that's one uh, dragon. Yeah, they might do maybe later because I know the next one is Innistrad, but then it's like they just did like Modern Horizons two, and just, so it's like then they're doing all the sets for like Modern and then the Commander sets and stuff and for Commander, and it's like they're like pumping out like ten different boxes of Magic cards like a year, and it's just insane because it's like. Every time a new set comes out, like a week later, they're starting spoiler season for the next set. And it's like, dude, I like just got boxes of this set and it's like not even relevant anymore. Right. Yeah, it seems, you know, what's what's the old adage? Uh, fat, fat pigs get slaughtered. You know, it seems <laughs> seems like they might be getting a little too fat. I don't know. So I've I've just I've got concerns. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's fine, because, I mean, besides that, the only other thing I played this week was uh, me and Megan played some rounds of Horde, and they've, I want to say they've added some, because I know there's some new modes, they added some new characters, like, 
whatever, but we were just doing typical 50 waves of Horde, but there's, like, some new enemies, like, bosses and stuff I don't recognize. There's this bird one that, like, burrows and, like, pukes up, like, acid vomit and stuff and creates bubbles. I'm like, bro, I don't remember this from 5. <laughs> so I think it's, like, a new enemy and stuff. But it was a lot of fun going through playing Horde and stuff, but I didn't really get a chance to play anything too new since I was hoping that you were going to play 12 minutes so we could do some spoiler Sorry. talk on 12 Sorry. minutes. You're fine. I, I ended up playing Psychonauts way more than I thought I would because <laughs> that game is really good. Um, all right. Well, this uh, we're not going to do spoiler talk this week because Shannon wasn't able to uh, watch it. So we'll drop two episodes. Or maybe we'll do we'll do episode three and four next week of What If, um, since Shannon won't be joining us. And then Shannon can catch up and we'll do... Uh, well, then we'll probably do five and six in three weeks because two weeks we'll have our third anniversary spectacular with multiple secret guests, secrets, mm-hmm. um, which would be fun. And uh, yeah, I guess we have a show. Anything else you guys want to jump in there before we wrap this up? Uh, Zach, um, is mm-hmm. um, has Paw Patrol fever hit your house no thankfully we are we are done with the paw patrol it is we have two feet in the pokemon universe (laughs) at this point but we are we're no longer in the paw patrol sphere so (laughs) because i have watched the new paw patrol movie about seven times now oh i'm sorry and my son is at that age where he's just like if he sees me not paying attention to the movie he's like dad Dad, yeah. pay attention. Look, 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 look. And I, it's the most mundane thing. They're like, Marshall, I, I understand. Marshall's got the ladder. I've got it. Thanks. <laughs> like, yeah. I um, mean, I'm just glad that in the movie, they all got like power. Like they all got upgrades. Like they all have brand new was, vehicles. Is it? Of course they did because they have to sell more vehicles. <laughs> like, you know what? Toys. They actually, in the movie, they lean into it, right? Because they go from Adventure Bay to Adventure City. Mm. And they have a brand new like setup up there, and they're like, "Whoa, how did you afford all of this?" And like, writers just like merchandising, selling like hotcakes. And he holds yeah. up a shirt, and he like points at it, and everybody's. Just, I'm just like, "Fuck!" I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> he's he's like, "Do you wonder why you became this air patrol and sea patrol and pirate patrol?" Yeah, because you idiots keep buying those toys. <laughs> That's why. That's why. So, oh, and the mighty pups. Yeah. Yeah. Keep- Keep cashing it. Yeah, so. it's just it ruined me. It's it's taken over my life. Uh, well, one day you'll be free, and then <laughs> your kid will be wandering around going Pika 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 Pika, and then you realize you realize you traded one cage for another. That's, that's all <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I mean, like there is that Pokemon TV app that just came out on the Switch. Yeah, that's true. So you can like basically watch like every iteration of Pokemon there ever was. <laughs> I yeah, I'm waiting for that uh, to catch on with my son. Um, yeah. Well, have him come over and hang out with my daughter for a little while, and she'll convert him to the cult of Pikachu. Oh <laughs> <sighs> man, yeah. All right. Well, every, Justin. Every day I get, what's your favorite Pokemon, Dad? 
And I'm like, I, Jesus, I don't know. You know what? That's so. that's a good thing. Let's let's take some time right here. It's our three year mark, right? I mean, like technically, yes. this is our three year episode. Like, what is Zach's favorite Pokemon? I don't know, man. <laughs> like, you know, I like the one that's like a set of keys. Which one is that one? <laughs> There's like a Pokemon out that, there. That's, I don't even know. There's one that's a setting. Yeah, game. hold on. Pokemon. Yeah, he's a ghost Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, what's All yours? Right. Well, here, Zach, did you it's, find it's, the name? It's it's Clefkey. Clefkey is is my OG Pokemon. Homie is literally a set of keys that flies. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, my favorite is Celebi. The ghost one with like the gym, the diamond eyes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, from uh, Gold and Silver. I I don't know what it is about him. It's just I think aesthetically, like he just looks awesome. He's like my favorite ghost Pokemon, and in Gold and Silver, every time I like get him, I'm always like, well, one of you six has to get out of my party because this boy's coming in. <laughs> yep, and and his his Mega Evolution looks rad too. So Sableye, Sableye's a good choice. What about you, Shannon? I don't know. Like I, I tend to go with like the ones that are just, um, you know, not like popular. Um, but you know, I mean, oh, I guess the floating set of keys and diamond eye <laughs> ghost are like the SSR tier yeah. of the Pokemon world. I don't know. Like I mean, I, I don't. What, what is the fuck? I for uh, I forget which one it was. I'm gonna have to look it up. Jim, like, it's like I mean... the ice cream cone. <laughs> uh what was it what was the the there was a starter pokemon um that was a cat that was a fire-based uh yeah the fire cat yeah the lit the lit the evolved form of litten like the the final form like he's pretty cool but litten's pretty cool Um, center roar is yeah um psyduck for some reason he always like caught my caught my eye just Mm. because he looked dopey as hell um but like you know he you know, he's just he's in the wrong place at the wrong time all the time. And I just kind of, you know, there's some life choices I've made that made me feel the same way. So uh, I've got I've got the actual answer. It's uh, from Pokemon Journeys. It uh, So they get a score bunny and then score bunny evolves into Raboot. Mm-hmm. And the answer is Raboot because he's basically just a real shitty, moody teenager. <laughs> it's rad. Like. I'm down with like shitty teenager Pokemon. <laughs> he looks like he listens to fucking Stained in his room by himself and is, at, and is mad at the world. Like Charizard was like the OG shitty teen Pokemon where Ash is like, yeah. please Charizard, we're gonna die if you don't do something. He's just laying there like fuck it, like the cave's <laughs> gonna crumble and we're all gonna die. He's like, looks like you're gonna die then. I don't know. Throws out the Pokeball. There's just like a, like a nose ring and like it's been a while. Turn <laughs> plays on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's oh, like, Char- yeah, you saved my life when I was a Charmander and showed me love and compassion I never knew. But also, fuck you. <laughs> but hey, uh, at the same time, fuck you, Dad. Like, how about that? Are you like you're not my dad? This? Yeah, you're not my dad, Steve. Um. <laughs> Thanks for freeing me from this godforsaken Pokeball that you make me cram my fat ass into between yeah. every episode. I don't even know who Steve is. He's just catching strays over here. <laughs> Shout out, Steve. Um, <laughs> so, yes. It's an episode where we've all learned things. 
This has been, <laughs> it's been an F- one educational episode of That Pixel Life. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like we learned anything about Justin today. Oh, he got a second shot. We learned. Yeah. He learned, uh, his arm was sore. We learned he never. Oh, we learned he never beat anyone to death with a double-sided twelve-inch purple dildo. Yeah. <laughs> and you learned that you got to print on the covid vaccine terms of use for battle bots you gotta know when to hold them and when to fold them no um, one to count them no one to run <laughs> never count your money when you're sitting at the table <laughs> shannon there's plenty of time for counting when the deal is done all right um <laughs> that has to be the song that we go out on now Oh, dude, we, we, can, we can end on the gambler every time. Gambler is my shit. I love that song. Uh, but uh, yeah, real quick before uh, Justin gets real close to his microphone, I wanted to say if anyone's been writing with us for actually all three years, shouts to you guys. Uh, thank you for for hanging in with us with uh, lineup changes, format changes our general just bullshit selves like thank you thank you for hanging in there we all do appreciate it uh if you want to tell someone hey you want to listen to something really dumb but kind of <laughs> funny point them our way like we will appreciate it and please when you do that don't have them start with episode one because i mean <laughs> dude those episodes are shit shows and like i'm looking at our numbers and like for some reason you guys keep downloading those train wrecks of episodes and like you know just stop it like just start it maybe like dude like 70 like just get we really hit our stride around there right i mean what was justin what was your first episode do you know Dude, I don't. I want to say it was already past. It was definitely past a hundred. Um, like one twelve, something like that. Like some, but it's just so crazy to me to think about like the fact that just Zach I was like originally listening to him on like the Gaming Outsider and stuff, mm. and then just remembering like when I was like the that pixel life started and stuff and it's just so crazy like to actually like go from being like number one like fan to like being like a part of the show and stuff it's like always such a trip to me to, to hanging out at my house like, yeah to hanging out at my house to be like yeah. man i like zach and shannon and stuff to like <laughs> rubbing scruff with shannon in zach's dining room <laughs> like, i love it it was one of the high points of this year absolutely <laughs> awesome um but no, it, it it has been a hell of a journey being, you know, I went from being like fourth chair to third chair to all of a sudden I'm hosting and having Good no chair. idea what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, you want to talk rough? Like, hey, when, uh, w- when this show almost went under and everyone jumped off except for Shannon, and it was just me going, me and Shannon for like six months going... Uh, I don't really know what the fuck we're doing. Um, <laughs> I guess we're just doing a shit. Hey, hey, Shannon, how are you? Like, like that was like the show for like six months uh, while I tried to figure out what the hell my voice was and and Shannon doing the same. Uh, but I think I think we came out the other end pretty good. 
But yeah, it, you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty good to have 20 years of source material to fall back on when, like, you know, things get slow. <laughs> but, also, but also, in a weird way, I think it got us better at doing this. Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you get comfortable playing your role. And, and I think we were both kind of in a groove of doing what we were doing. And all of a sudden we couldn't do that anymore. And it's like we had to we had to adjust. And I think it took us a while, but we got there. I, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been, yeah, it's been an interesting three years. I'll put it that way. It's, it's, there's been a lot of high points. There's been some low points. Um, there's, but through it all, I think we've, we've developed some consistency. I think we've gotten pretty good at doing what we do. Um, and you know, as someone that actually listens back to the show on a weekly basis, I think we're pretty fucking entertaining. I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of us in that regard. Oh, dude, like the, uh, like uh, over the past year, I've been excited about 90% of our episodes. I mean, there's been yeah. one or two where I'm just like, oh, it's not our best, but like it was funny to other ones where I openly know the joke is coming and I'm still <laughs> laughing when I hear it, when I'm doing yeah. editing or when I'm listening to it in the car. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, but yes, if uh, so if you're listening to this episode, I just want you to know that you taking the time to listen to it is extremely important to all three of us. And thank you very much. It is very appreciated. And uh, Justin, why don't you go ahead and take us out of here? (laughs) (laughs) And and as if on cue, from the other side of the office door. You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to the anniversary episode of that pixel life you can join us in the discord wish us happy ever you know tell us some of your favorite that pixel life moments over the past year since you've been listening like maybe one of favorite moments on one of the episodes funny time shannon ate something and it made his tummy sick um and you know if you uh, listen to us on itunes just like where shannon buys his music you know leave us a <laughs> review let us know what you think <laughs> What you like, and uh, while you're there, you know, you maybe can pick up Kanye's new album on iTunes. You know, I'm sure he'd appreciate it. You know, get his ass out of the Mercedes Stadium and into a nice luxury condo somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, Hey guys, go be great. He'd also say that we're on episode 135. Well, that too. <laughs> He would go like, oh, you guys are still doing this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait, you guys record on Sunday? <laughs> you gotta learn to play it right. You got to know when to hold up. Know when to fold up. Know when to walk away. And know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the dealing's done